Hey guys, um, me and Bean couldn't get it together enough to get out a new episode this week, um, and we had this unaired episode, and we thought, all right, the universe was not allowing us to make new content. That means the universe wants us to post old content, um, and as a neoliberal, that perfectly aligns with my spiritual beliefs. So, um, yeah, uh, enjoy this episode and know that it is spooky themed because it was originally meant to be posted right before Halloween. Um, but, you know, the the energy and its aura has its ways. So now you're listening to it very close to Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, which I guess is also kind of a spooky holiday when you think about it, because we continue to celebrate it as if it's a good thing that the pilgrims showed up and massacred the natives and now we eat well now we massacre a certain type of bird every year to celebrate that and especially now people are still going to visit their families despite the fact that we should all be staying home and not spreading this disease this virus and it's awful so i think this is the one year that they that the mood of thanksgiving is accurate to the history behind it i guess maybe yeah, so I hope this, uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's perfectly average. Hi! Um, hi, you're listening to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets. Olives and tarts worldwide. Ooh, spooky. I'm Susie. I'm Bean. I can't make a ukulele spooky, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not really known to be a scary instrument. Um, it would be nice if you had like an organ or something you could play. That'd be mm. cool. I wish, dude. My apartment, did, my one bedroom apartment did not come with an organ, unfortunately. That seems like something you would try to fit into your one bedroom apartment. <laughs> I like would. If, if you decided that that fit your aesthetic, you would find a way. You'd say no. Nope. Like, Susie, I only, I got this for only $400. <laughs> I so made I... Sam haul it up the stairs because the elevator is broken. <laughs> He's really mad at me. I don't know why. <laughs> Just got rid of all our couches and now we have this. You can just sit on that. It's fine. Yeah. Alright, guys, stay tuned for a. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Strumpet Radio. And and stay tuned for some spooky content. Stuff. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know, um, it's it's Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Do you want to say that again? Oh my god. I hate ukulele girls. I just Why? Do. They they do this shit anywhere they go where there's a ukulele, they will pick it up. Oh, even is that if a ukulele? Is even <laughs> Even if it's like 21 pilots, you're like having a deep discussion about your father passing away and some bitch is like, oh, my God, is that a ukulele? I know a couple of songs on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm a ukulele girl. It's um... It's awful. Sorry, I sound like such a bully now. I'm just telling you to stop having passions. You are also a ukulele girl. I was. I was like a ukulele girl when I was like 13 even like I I really but the thing is I think I've had too many enraging experiences involving (laughs) like ukuleles and guitars and like friends and stuff where I'm just like you know what I'm not doing it anymore I'm not doing and I think Sophie has my ukulele right now and that's fine I don't need a memento ukulele girl now Sophie well she she has that energy Sophie has ukulele girl energy (laughs) and I mean that in the nicest way possible (laughs) (laughs) um i like it i i never learned to play an instrument growing up and i feel like if you don't learn as a kid it's just like just like with everything it's so much harder to start so even though i'm pretty shit at it 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 was it's it's fun to have it's it feels empowering it's it's really music music is it's it's such an intimidating thing to go into i still Mm -hmm. struggle to like enjoy the process of learning anything but yeah you're right it's 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 really incredible when you do like finally learn an instrument like when as an adult when you're like we should take we should do a challenge where we start to teach ourselves piano and whoever can play uh like some 
like intermediate song. Whoever can play it first wins. <laughs> okay. I I've been wanting to play piano for so long. This is it. You need competition. You you are fueled by competition. You've always said that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put the ukulele away because it's not funny anymore. I yeah, no, I, I don't know how to play instruments. And it's annoying because um I got this ukulele when I was like sixteen or something. Whenever twenty one pilots became yeah, popular at first. Yeah, whenever I was really into twenty one pilots, before Blurry Face, but after <laughs> Vessel. Um and now I can like get by with a few chords and sam can still who's you know he's been playing guitar all his life and he just picks it up and just shreds on it and i'm like this isn't allowed this isn't (laughs) please put that down please stop (laughs) outdoing me well okay (laughs) that's actually that's such a funny thing because that's that's another universal experience is like Mm -hmm. like i'll know an instrument a little bit and i'll finally have Mm -hmm. the confidence to play it in front of somebody and that person (laughs) happens to be a music person and they're like oh cool can i try and then they do it you know and i'm like i can't I don't have the self-esteem <laughs> to continue doing this anymore. And then I leave the room. So I can't. Yeah, I can't <laughs> actually do music in front of people. Like, I can't do it. Not even Sam, really. Really? Yeah, no, I don't wow. know. I have no confidence in it because I'm not very good. Well, I get know? it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not one to talk because I took voice lessons for like four years and I'm still like, and you don't never sing, sing guys. Susie, should... sing a song right now on the podcast. <laughs> that's fake. I know. That's fake. That's fake. Um, You're a fake singer. I was faking it for four years straight. It was really incredible. I didn't get caught. Uh, she was like, "Can you sing? Um, can you sing that song from Oklahoma the Musical?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and she said, "Okay, that'll be uh, thirty dollars for the half hour session." I said, "All right, that's pretty good." Yeah, dollar I, a minute. Yeah, I don't. That might have been. I don't know how much it cost. I just I. I spent my parents' money on a skill that I I kind of have still, but yeah, yeah, like I don't perform in front of people. This should be a goal we work towards. Okay, maybe this is just a personal thing, but like I do want to <laughs> get to the point where I can actually feel okay being kind of bad at something in front of people. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, that's so hard. It's so because it's like you know, there's there's all. I'm just always freaked out that there's going to be someone that that knows the thing really well and that it's just like super there always will be yeah exactly exactly yeah. and it's like hard to get past that it's hard to get past the fact that some people will like roll their eyes and be like oh that's embarrassing but it's like no we're we we only live for like maybe you know 80 to 90 years if we're lucky that's yeah. a stupid thing to get caught up on but i'm still i'm still at that point where i'm like no one can hear me sing because that's embarrassing for them to hear my voice i make a podcast <laughs> what what the fuck kind of logic is that <laughs> this podcast is more embarrassing than any song you could ever sing. That I is, stand by that. That is such a good point. Yeah. Um, wait, we're we putting sh- this out here. We should And then start- you're like, I won't we- sing. Okay, wait, what? Wait, we should start a band. So then we oh. have to get better at these things. Okay, okay. I'm I'm in. I mean, you're way too busy to start a band, but I am in. I also have no talent that i can bring but that's what i'm saying is that like this is the perfect motivation to do that like it's just like okay okay, you know like and like like i said i'm i would say like yeah i'm I'm a pretty good singer but like that that means nothing ultimately you know so it's like but i haven't even heard you sing yeah there's a video uh on facebook from 2014 that my parents (sighs) post my dad posted it and that's so mean that it, it was a you know it, i did really well in that that one okay. like recital so um it's out there uh that's it that's can out. i be what? i've always thought drummer girls are really hot and i want to be one so yeah can I be a drummer? totally i was thinking recently about bass guitar i saw a thread on twitter about women that play bass guitar and i was like fuck they're so cool i want to learn bass guitar now <laughs> so you should learn the drums I'll learn bass guitar and be the lead singer, and then we find a couple other people to fill in the gaps. You know? Yeah, Makes... we need like what a guitarist. Yeah, or Sam can be our lead guitarist. He's always Boom. said, "Susie, I want to be in a band with you." And I always said, "Sam, calm down, please." We had that conversation <laughs> so many times. Sam, back off already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. Um, I'm trying to give fewer fucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that starting a podcast was a big point. Like, a big part of that. Like, doing a podcast that gets roughly 10 to 15 (laughs) listens per episode and just continuing to do it. Yeah. Like, that has changed my whole worldview. That and, like, stand-up. It's just, like, 
Yeah, we, totally. we have such a perspective on on things. You only see people being creative who are like really famous and successful. Oh my at it. god, yes. But like that isn't the goal. Like the goal is to be fulfilled and to enjoy yourself. What? No. Susie? Crazy. I'm standing by it. And it's still hard. You know, right, it's hard yeah. to bomb and it's hard to promote a podcast that has 10 listens and half of them are our family, but it's fun. It's, it's fun too. Fun, god damn it. <laughs> um, no, that's so true. That's so real. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you especially have made great strides in that because you Aww. do, you go on stage when you can. When yeah, it's not dangerous to, you go on stage and you say, hey, guys, uh, what's the deal with uh, sexism in the workplace? And everyone <laughs>, laughs. They all laugh. It's everyone great. says, haha, that's fake. That's not real. <laughs> that's not real, you dumb idiot. <laughs> you stupid goofball. Uh, uh, dude, I'm so scared. I went on stage three times <laughs> and worked it into my identity. And now I'm awful. like, I'm not going to be able to go back on stage. Like, I can't. I'm oh, so scared. It'll be I'm yeah. So scared. It'll be like learning to ride a bike again, or I don't know if that's a good metaphor, but you know that thing where you have to go back. Like you yeah. already kind of overcame the fear a little bit, and then you but don't have to keep do it doing again. it, and then yeah, you just regress, and that is unfortunately the struggle of life. And yeah, um, I hate it. I hate it very much. But uh, I think well, I think most people will be in kind of the same boat though when it comes to stuff like that, where it's like that's true. You know, it's just, we're all kind of, yeah, we're all set back. It's like, okay, I don't remember how to make a good impression on anybody. I keep getting rejected from job interviews. I thought I was good at interviews. I thought I made a good first impression. I mean, I've always thought you did. Anytime we go to, like, a fucking coffee shop, you're like, (laughs) you have your hands, like, in the barista's pants by the end. And I'm like, Susie, how'd you do this? Oh, my God. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I'm just like, hello, I'm her friend. <laughs> so I'm jerking off the barista to get extra whipped yeah. cream. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Susie, you know you can just ask. You don't have to do this. <laughs> what? Oh, I didn't know that. I was kind of too shy to ask for that, so I just thought it, this was better. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. yummy. <laughs> the things we do for whipped cream. Oh, so but so many things okay sorry continue what were you gonna say but yeah you make you you make a good first impression you're uh more sociable than i am okay that's nice i like that you said that about me yeah that's nice. do you like when i tear myself down to build you up <laughs> that's what i'm trying yes. to do because <laughs> i do that i i do that for myself every morning but it, it doesn't feel the same as when you oh, do okay. it for me you know yeah yeah you I'm just like, look in the mirror and you're like i'm so much better than being in every way <laughs> oh my god she's a tiny little thing she doesn't know how to make impressions she's stupid i don't say that <laughs> I don't know. That sounded pretty rehearsed, but all right. (laughs) Um, No, I think what we're finding out is that we both have strong suits in slightly different areas, but they kind of overlap. And um, we're both more afraid than we need to be. And we're. I think we're both more afraid than we let on. Oh, yeah. You said it. That girl said it. I don't know, and I'm only basing this off of the fact that like people. I've had multiple people not this is not a flex like this has stressed me out. I've had multiple like new comedy club people like ask me for advice on comedy and I'm like <laughs> I've done it thrice. <laughs> like, and they made me the precedent. And I'm sorry that, that you think I am cooler than I am. Oh, I that's don't know what lo- to tell you. It's lovely. Um, I know. Well, listen, I feel like listening to to conan o'brien's podcast who you know like i love conan o'brien i think he's an amazing comedian and like he has on a lot of other comedians that i really like mm-hmm. love and respect and i feel like they all have such a down to earth mentality like that where they just think they're kind of a a big doofus a kind of <laughs> pathetic person or whatever you know like, <laughs> like they're really they're so mm. willing to self-deprecate yeah and like shit on themselves um, you know, and there are people that are just like, you know, objectively very successful comedians. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of that is kind of it where it's like, I don't know. I mean, just being down to earth, I think, makes you better at comedy, obviously. But like, as we've seen from Ellen DeGeneres, ooh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but uh the most down-to-earth person i know <laughs> yeah she like tried to do that netflix special where she was like down to earth but then she kept like she's like so rotary phones (laughs) (laughs) you dumb piece of shit kids don't know how to send a telegraph fuck you and everyone claps and it was really bad um anyways uh i don't remember what i was saying oh just it i think that that helps you in comedy to always be a little you know to be self-aware and and that's probably what you're feeling too is where it's like you're you are really as an outside perspective watching i was fully ready to after your show that i saw to tell you that you were bad i was prepping yeah, myself no, were was, you really because i need you to <laughs> yeah. I, no, I was definitely me. ready to be you know i mean not, not like i would go being that was a pretty pathetic show being that was horrible <laughs> but like i i know that you would always want feedback so at some point yeah. i would be like yeah that joke was you should do this or whatever but no uh-huh. I, I saw it and i said wow my friend is very talented she's the funniest person of the night shut up (laughs) i see why everyone (laughs) loves her because you come in as a brand new comedian and you're amazing of course they're gonna be made i'm gonna cry stop (laughs) 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 this makes up for the fact that i screamed at you at the beginning of the episode yeah um for doing exactly that so i will take all this back i'm gonna deflect (laughs) deflect Um, <laughs> one instrument, one tool to deflect with. Yeah, you should get a tambourine next to you. That'd be kind of a fun. Oh, I'm just like, <laughs> can't hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm keeping the beat too well. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, I was going to tell you you're bad, but you weren't bad. And okay. I think that that is just true. I think that you're very clever you're very witty and so but the fact that you feel you're like well i have no i'm i don't know i don't you know i think that that's just kind of how it is and and uh i I don't know i feel like people always say that you you sort of grow out like you can you can grow to a point of stronger confidence but also i think that there's still always a little bit of that sense of yeah Hmm, it'll just become more familiar yeah yeah exactly it's just like all aspects of growing up i guess where you're still Mm -hmm. like i don't actually know anything but i'm so used to it now that i yeah i can just just keep flailing upwards yes that's what it's all about uh well that was really nice that was kind of weirdly uh, nice. I was yeah. That was like way that. too nice. I don't know what to do now. I like can't handle <laughs> niceness. I prefer when we just carry no. Each other I get down. it. I get it, dude. It's because you're like you're like, like. What do I do with my hands now? I don't know what I'm supposed like, to do. What do like, I do? What like, do I do? Gonna I can't in? see something mean now because that would just be awful. But I can't, and there's no barista's pants to stick my hands in, I, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> that is a really good tension breaker. Yeah, for everyone at the involved. coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yes. Well, How this is supposed to be a spooky episode. Yeah. Oh wait, this is the perfect segue. Right before we started podcasting, I googled spooky Halloween questions, and I got a <laughs> list. <laughs> Susie's googling is the only thing keeping this podcast going. I come in with nothing. I say, Susie, <laughs> let me lay out my insecurities. <laughs> And then you're like, that's great. But I looked at BuzzFeed and I found. <laughs> it's because I, yeah, I stay connected to BuzzFeed 24-7. I want to yeah. know all the hot lists. on the, the BuzzFeed pulse. The pulse. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, admittedly, this list is really dumb. But here's a good question, I think. Okay. If you were going to commit a murder, how would you go about it? Real answers I only. Think, I think... I would do the Among Us strategy. I would straight up stab a guy on the street. Whoa. And I'd be covered in blood. And then I'd go, somebody help. This man attacked me. Oh, my God. I'm so small and frail. I could never (laughs) do this. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. They would absolutely believe you. That's privilege, baby. That that really, really is. uh... I would... Get a, the, the real Among Us strategy is cutting a man in half and then getting out a <laughs> megaphone and saying, Body reported! <laughs> Dude, I would be so impressed if you could cut a man in half. That's yeah, that hard. would be tough. I'm not going to lie, but... I don't know if you... I don't know how you'd do that. So Probably those, like... You know the stuff you used to, like, cut clay? The wire. The wire? Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they could cut through your spinal spine okay okay well do you think it could i guess we'll find out i guess we'll find out soon are you gonna is that a threat nope it's all good 
Okay. All good. My strategy. How would you kill someone? Yeah, my strategy would be very simple. I would just poison someone's food. They would not see it coming. Oh, the old school. Yeah, they wouldn't see it coming. And then there's all those poisons that make it look like it's heart a heart attack. Boom, easy. Right. It's like, yeah. oh my god, my best friend was so stressed all the time from being president of <laughs> comedy club. Okay, it's not that <laughs> 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 surprising. <laughs> You just poison all the cheese in the house. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> it's very easy to poison you and not Sam. Like it's yeah. Just... <laughs> it's like okay, I'll just put poison in the cheese and in the Coke Zero. <laughs> Call it good. Call it solid. That's my entire diet. That's yeah. good. I I love poison. Poison is like the woman's um yes you know yes. technique. It is it's which. Like... Uh, I love I love that aesthetic. Dude, I do. I love the stories of like uh, you know, like apothecary people that like, you know, they were known for like the, they initially came into towns and stuff as like medical people, but then it just like became known to all the like women that they were the poison person. So if you want to kill your husband, mm-hmm. hit this person up. There's you like You want to kill your husband, you want to kill your fetus. It's all in one. It's all in one beautiful package. And I wouldn't get one. I stand it. So many women were just <laughs> stolen and made to be wives. Kill your husband if you do want it. to. At that point, just, just do, it. do it. No regret. Um, that does. That's not a political stance. Uh, I don't. FBI, do not come get me, please. I like um, if you run for president, your your slogan is just "Kill your husband." You know what? Try it. It would be. I think set your husband be. on fire. See what happens. Just for fun. <laughs> just see what happens. Um, I mean, if you like him, I guess you don't have to, but I assumed you didn't. <laughs> I assume that's why you were here. Oh, my God. Aren't, like, um, younger generations in happier relationships, or am I making that up? I'm pretty sure you're right, because there's okay. less social pressure to like get be, married really yeah, quick. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And stay married if you don't want to be. That's a big one. Because, like, mm-hmm. divorce rates, you know, they always, or they have been going up for a while. And people always mm-hmm. cite that as a negative thing. But it's, like, it's really not. No, it <laughs> it's isn't. not. It's like, <laughs> thank God, honestly. I also heard that they're not going up by that much. Like, Oh, yeah. It's totally I- inflated or just, yeah. like, used as a scare tactic by churches. <laughs> for some reason. Because what even is the scare tactic? It's, like, don't get divorced. Yeah, I mean, like, I think thanks. It's, it's supposed to be something about maybe the more promiscuous culture leading to uh, less stable marriages. I think that's often the context that's what it that is. it's used in, um, which is just idiotic. You're yeah. stupid. Anyone that's what it is. That. Everyone wants to fuck other people <laughs> because they don't have Jesus in their lives. Exactly. You get it. I get it. And you're less likely to fuck other people in your marriage if you've never fucked anyone else. That's what I heard. So, like, you just stay celibate for 30 years. You get married to You you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, exactly. You get married to one person you don't really like, but you feel pressure to marry them. Boom. That's how you stay married. No, I've heard sex is supposed to hurt. Yeah, I've heard it's not supposed to be enjoyable for the woman. <laughs> this is the spookiest topic we've talked about. Honestly, yes. I don't like thinking about it because it scares me so bad. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think uh, women are out here demanding orgasms. They are. They are. And I'm here for it. Um, Just on the streets, yeah. demanding them. It's kind of it's a strange place, but take you know. to the streets, women. <laughs> <laughs> I you're you're just on the sidewalk. You're like, I want to come. I want. I want to come. <laughs> come on. <laughs> you see your classmates are walking by you. I'm on campus. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This is what the radical left has done to feminism. Okay, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's destroyed. So the movement weird. as a whole, you know, sluts have come in here and poisoned the movement. That's what women do. They poison. They poison. Poison everything. their husbands. They poison the political environment. Okay, we can move on. Okay. What? <laughs> Next what? question. And, yes, spooky questions. Um. Okay. Well, this one is a throwaway, but I'm gonna ask: Have you ever said Bloody Mary in front of a mirror? Like, done oh God, no! I'm so yeah. scared. Yeah, I'm really afraid of those things. Like, I know, I know that it's not real, but I'm still not gonna take any chances. I know it's not real, but there is a deep part of me 
that still has like I mean it's hard to shake the superstition of like 17 years believing in demons yeah that's true (laughs) like I don't I know it's not real but when I'm like in the dark at like 4 in the morning and I'm sleep deprived and then I see like a spooky picture on reddit I'm like I'm gonna manifest something into my home (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah, I don't do the bloody mary shit because I don't want to die no, that's um. I think that's smart. Again, like just don't take chances. <laughs> don't don't take a chance. <laughs> Have you 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 haven't done it? No, no. I've I yeah. I've been too afraid to do that kind of shit. Um. Yeah. Okay. Wait, well, that reminds me. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking in a mirror right now. I can't see it. Yeah, I'm looking in a mirror too. So I don't. Oh. You shouldn't say that either. Okay. There was a, um, I'll only say it two times, so I don't summon <laughs> Bloody Mary. There was, uh, when I was in, like, seventh grade, there was a radio commercial that started with, like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I don't know what it was. It was, like, a fucking haunted house ad or something. But I had an alarm clock that woke me up with the radio. And so, like, one time I woke up to that, and I was so scared that I was gonna get, like, haunted because of that. Um, radio ad but luckily That's, I did not wow that is actually yeah. very frightening um, right that was uh, who thought that was a good idea <laughs> the shit out of me but now you'll never forget that no. radio station 107.5 <laughs> oh that's a that's Oof. an awesome radio station it's a good one it's a good one okay would you consider tasting human flesh for 100 dollars uh, it absolutely depends how it's obtained. But yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of crucial. <laughs> Cause I'm a little bit interested in it. Like I would. Oh, I, I want to know. Yeah, like if so, if somebody said, "Hey, this guy really wanted you to eat his flesh for sexual reasons. <laughs> He's dead." I would do it <laughs> for a hundred dollars. Absolutely. Maybe I would for like free. it. I, I don't know. maybe for free. <laughs> I don't even like steak, so I don't think oh, I'd yeah, like it. You hate meat. <laughs> yeah, but what but if I would like, do it? What if you like human <gasps> flesh? Like, That'd be realize, disturbing. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, human like, taste. Oh, th- this fucking slaps. <laughs> well, then the the normal question is like, would you eat lab grown human meat? And I'm like, in a heartbeat. Oh, like, that's no nothing. hesitation. No hesitation. I like. I almost don't even consider that human meat. Like, I know technically, yeah. like the makeup of it is human meat, but yeah, it didn't come from a screaming person, so. They have to be screaming, <laughs> or it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and h- how would you... Kn- okay, if someone came up to you and they said, this man, he was an organ donor with a flesh-eating fetish, and he wants you to eat this. Like, how do you know that's real? Yeah, I guess you wouldn't, unless you unless you knew the person. Yeah. Like I'll, he- I'll put in my will, it's like, Susie, please eat <laughs> a slice of my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I like that. You have to honor my last wishes. Okay, you're right. You're right. Well, so you know, you don't really have a choice. Like, if you get a chef to prepare it really nicely, I think I would yeah. be like, I wouldn't even notice. You could just serve the it. Teriyaki to me. sauce. Yeah, yeah. In the most like honorable way to you as a person, it would be doused in teriyaki sauce. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, okay here's a spooky question i just came up with how important to you are like final wishes and stuff like that oh like like uh like if somebody's like hey this person's last wish was like yeah that you drop kick your baby off a cliff (laughs) (laughs) yeah but usually less extreme than that yeah um i don't know i feel like it's one of those things where like the the person that's like making that last wish um Mm -hmm. like I, you know it obviously very much depends on them but i guess also like like if somebody told me they're like hey you know your 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 mom i don't know the doctor was like your mom said <laughs> her last wish is that you um i don't know like take take her take her ashes to a the, the cool place or something like yeah i feel like that's the type of thing where it's like oh yeah you know like i love mm-hmm. my mom i know that she's not somebody that would like like and I don't know, like it's hard to describe, but she's not a, she's not insane. She's not you know, like it's like she it makes sense yeah. that somebody would ask for something like that. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people that come from like <clears throat> more um complicated or like like abusive families or something will have some weird shit where like their 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 awful aunt was like, Okay, you know, 
you have to do this thing for me after I die. Like you have to have this type of funeral. You have to have a very expensive funeral for me when I die. And it's like, that's just like, no, they're dead. That's not your responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my thought, but yeah, like if it was a friend and like, I knew like, it was like, Oh yeah, dude, Bean wanted you to eat a piece of her. I do it. (laughs) I do it. I have to. What if my will was like, I need all of my viable flesh to be consumed by Susan. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I turn you into jerky. At my funeral in front of everyone. (laughs) Interesting. I like the jerky idea because then you can parse it out. Yeah, exactly. Over the course of like a month. Yeah. And that's just efficient. That's efficient. And tasty snack. Tasty snack. Yeah, I don't know. I I was thinking about the last uh, Will thing because of uh, after RBG died, like a lot of people were like, well, her last wish was to not appoint a Supreme Court seat. And I don't think they should appoint a Supreme Court seat, but I don't really think that's a very, like, that argument doesn't really hold any weight. No, and definitely yeah. not to the Republicans that are definitely not to, to the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I think that that to me is more of a just like a symbolic thing where it's like, okay, yeah. tell the fucking Democrats to not like you know crumble on this one here, like make them fucking. They will. sorry we just watched the last debate we just watched the final oh god yeah i'm not as fired up though because it was more no i mean yes it felt like uh joe biden had heeded some more of the progressive ideals Mm -hmm. and and um took some tips and i don't know had some notes or something so yeah i think even trump calmed down like someone told him that his shit wasn't working but he did like go some pretty weird places that made oh, him look yeah it was just, i was really nice though because this time it felt like biden did have more responses that were just like that is just objectively false and yes here's this and i don't know so i, I yeah I, he was just trump was a straight lion a lot like he was saying the that like wind energy like oh my releases god. more carbon emissions than like, oh fuel. god i was like what you're just like straight lying just straight pulling this out of your ass <laughs> yeah. um yeah yeah i really liked it when he said that he's the least racist person he like four times he's like i'm the least racist person <laughs> in this room i can't even see the audience i can't I even see it. the audience he his specific words were i can't even see the audience they're too dark <laughs> but <laughs> like it was like Poor choice of words there, pal. So funny, dude. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, muting the mics was so genius because, like, I already went over this in depth in uh, one of our last episodes, but, like, Biden just, he can't stand up to Trump steamrolling him, but when Trump can't steamroll him, he actually has some decent things to say. Right. You can get a word in so, advice. It's Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, absolutely. And shout out to the moderator. She... She, she did, did it, she you did know. She was like, "Okay, I guess I'll do yeah. it." Guess I'll address this fascist <laughs> man in the eyes. Um. Anyways, sorry, I hard. That was a hard pivot. To hard politics, pivot to but politics, but not really. Everything connects back to that. We're it living does. in a hellish time. It's awesome. It anyways, last wishes. Yes, <laughs> I think they're they're they really should just be more symbolic to the people, your loved ones, your close loved ones. So, like, if you're making them, it should be something I think that you know that they they would they will get some closure doing or something like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. Don't be asking for favors after you're dead. Come on, dude. That's stupid. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? <laughs> hey, bro. I need <laughs> you to house. move my car. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the street in Seattle somewhere. I don't know I don't where. Please <laughs> find it. Oh, yeah. gosh. I have complicated feelings about it that I probably shouldn't talk about on podcasts. So. Oh, I want to know now. Yeah. I We've probably talked about it. I'll go into it more. Okay. Um, I just feel like I need to be very explicit about my funeral in my will. <laughs> oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> What's your dream funeral? Ooh, that's a really good question. Yeah. I, probably something a little bit weird. I would want to look up mm-hmm. like Wiccan funerals or something. <laughs> um, I want it to be a ritualistic dance uh, I want there to be like a giant bonfire. I don't know. Like I just, I want something that's more like 
Because I want to be buried in like one of those burlap sacks that has mushroom spores in it. Like yes. I want that, you know, I want my yes. body to actually be given back to the earth instead of like those obnoxious people that want to be buried in fucking like cement or some shit. Like stop that. Give your body Don't let my body de- decompose. <laughs> Don't keep it looking nice. Um <laughs> So anyways, I want, so I, I think I would want a funeral or whatever, a celebration of my life that corresponds to how I'm being buried and, you know, ultimately yeah. where, where we all are as human beings. We're just little dirt piles. We're little so, piles of dirt. So yeah, I don't know. I'd probably want something like that. And, and you know, for the people, for my loved ones that are left and to kind of deal with that, I'd want them to make it something that they would enjoy being at too and something that's mm-hmm. not too sad. I think it's really weird to no. want people to be super sad at your funeral no. you yeah. know because they're, they're gonna grieve on their own don't make them go to an event where they actively the have public to be sad. grieving yeah yeah i know i'm so down with that i know that um washington state does like has like legal decomposition burials now i don't fully get it but basically you like bring the body to a facility and then in like 30 days you get like fertile soil made oh with that's the body, sick that's which dope. is way cooler than ashes because then people can <laughs> grow some sugar snap peas with my oh my, my final final <laughs> gift to the earth <laughs> that's really um, cool i know and i definitely want my funeral to be an open mic i think just oh, let yeah. <laughs> just let people Anyone try out their there. material <laughs> see what's going on that's the dream that is the dream um and then everyone gets dirt clumps to take home <laughs> this is the chunk <laughs> of bean it's with- like a it's like a party favorite has like candy. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Like some dirt, just loose dirt in it. Okay, that's like so cool though because I was just looking at um like these these pendants that were like made with the intended purpose to like put like ashes or something in. Oh yeah. And I was thinking about that and I'm like that's kind of I don't know whether I like or dislike that, but I, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, it's just like cool concept to me to like carry around some like pieces, you know, like this was a person that I knew in some yes. capacity or whatever. That's like, so spooky and fun. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. So that's why I like the dirt idea. I would actually love like a vial of dirt that was like my decomposed friends. That is yes. so cool. Wow. And then you like collect them as you're like the final friend. <laughs> Whoever outlives everyone the most is the biggest dirt jar. Sick, dude. There's um there was a designer. I had to look this up. His name was Mark Storkenboom, who as a <laughs> as like an art piece, he made like a glass dildo that you put ashes in. Whoa. And it was for like widows. Um, so that's definitely that's definitely my where my brain goes i want to be in some dildos <laughs> some glass dildos filled with ashes that is yeah an interesting concept yes i wonder who owns them who owns one you know who bought I that i don't think it was ever like commercial i think it was Damn just it. an art exhibit yeah that's stupid um, they should make this okay well susie mm-hmm. let's get in on the ground floor okay. of this business yeah, I actually don't think this would be a very lucrative business. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, it's so sad. Oh my god, it comes in like a capsule with like you put your wedding ring. It has a spot for your wedding ring, and then like your loved one's perfume or cologne, and then the ashes dildo. That's that's a lot. Oh, and like a recording of their voice or something. That's really. I don't like that. I'm gonna. I don't. You know. I okay. I'm sorry. This. I made this sad. Um. I don't know how I made Ash dildo sad, but I did. <laughs> you did. You brought me down immediately. Uh, yeah, cool art, man. <laughs> Thanks. Death, I love it. Um, it's the spooky episode. We're talking about woo. death. Call in. What's your favorite way to die? In my sleep. Yeah, please. <laughs> Um, okay, what's the next spooky question? <laughs> um, let me scroll through this list again real quick. Uh, Give me the the best one. These are all pretty bad. Susie. I'm so sorry. You're supposed to be prepared. <laughs> um, um, but that's not really a scary question. <laughs> what do you think a hell looks like? That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hell is just, I have to listen to this podcast for eternity. That would be a lot. God, these are really not good. Um. Okay, how long 
how long do you think you would last in a horror movie? But let's make this more specific. Mm-hmm. How long do you think you would last in? Oh, like the okay, you've seen Scream, right? Or have you not seen No, it? I have not okay, seen Scream. But I get the idea. It's like college students getting hunted. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. How how long do you think you would last in that in that movie? I would last as long as chance would allow me to, but as soon as I had to like try to survive, it's over for me. Okay. I don't know if I have survival instincts. I truly have no idea. <laughs> I've never had to use them and I feel like I would give up pretty quick yeah the giving up thing is very real i think the moment i thought i was captured i think i would just like, like, be like yeah, yeah okay stab me please right. this just is how it. it goes let's get it over I, I like genuinely i think i might have something like that I'm, like i feel like my brain would go okay we're gonna die let's get this over with <laughs> no i like that's really funny because i i remember even as a kid because i was such a scared kid and i was exposed yeah. to a lot of scary media kind of early on and that yeah. was always my thought i was like okay yeah die quickly die fast <laughs> live young die fast <laughs> yes <laughs> if given the opportunity to just kill yourself in a scary situation do it you take the knife and you stab yourself <laughs> get it done <laughs> girls get it done girls get it done <laughs> yeah in like a serial killer scenario there's always like the chance that being alive will just make things worse and prolong things yes 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 that was something that my mom really like distilled in me which is kind of or instilled i said distilled um, <laughs> distilled like the vinegar <laughs> <laughs> she filled me with sour vi- okay that's um, why you hate vinegar so much your mom filled you with it <laughs> okay sorry she was always like don't go to a second location it's better to die she's like okay mom whoa yes. mom she's right though she's right if it's like get in this car or i'll shoot you it's like well yeah that's me. my mom said the same thing to me but she didn't say like it's better to die there she said they're less likely to kill you oh. if you don't get in the car your mom you spun get in it yeah she spun it in a more positive light but it's no. true too like if they yeah they just stab you on the street they don't take you back to their lair and and they probably up. won't also they probably won't stab you on the street no You're exactly right it's yeah. too too obvious but uh yeah i don't know i mean thinking about the scream movies specifically the, the they died very often except for the main character a lot of them died mm-hmm. when they were like going to parties when they shouldn't have it's kind of like COVID actually and i think oh. in that sense i would be more safe <laughs> Um, because I wouldn't be going to those parties, and I'm you don't also get invited. yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say I was about to say I'm more antisocial, so I think in general yes. I'm not as cool. And I think the serial killers were the cool kids, so that was kind of another uh, thing. But uh, yeah, I think in the chance of like an encounter where like I I you know say I did end up at a party and I was like oh jeez oh no I would I would probably <laughs> just try to run and maybe throw yeah. some things behind me but i think that's all i would have in me i don't think i would be good at i think i'm good at being loud though i feel like i would i would could that's true attract some noise to me pretty well you're shrill that's something i worry about actually like i don't know if i had to muster a scream like if i could i worry about that well that's interesting i haven't heard you yeah. scream no because i never i don't Wow. Like, I wouldn't know how to. I'd be like, "Ah." why don't you? Why would I scream? I don't like on roller coasters and stuff. I think I've probably screamed on roller coasters. Okay, then let's go on more roller coasters and then you'll scream. And then you can listen. You can tell me if it'd be good enough to attract it. You can just practice on roller coasters. Yeah. Ah! I feel like my, like, my um need to be like quiet and unassuming and not draw attention to myself might like be like trump my fear <laughs> your be my downfall <laughs> i might just be like oh i don't want to bother anyone i don't i don't want to scream it's really embarrassing if they saw me like I'll this just, i'll be... just die quietly so oh nobody has to worry about it <laughs> oh <sighs> that's good that's good yeah no i i really people who have like survival fantasies or like home intrusion fantasies. <laughs> like they're just not first of all the numbers are not on your side mm-hmm. like anyone mm-hmm. who goes in to attack you by surprise almost always will have the upper hand and win <laughs> yeah. um so don't kid yourself with your like i'll grab my shotgun and i'll take them out <laughs> you're dumb you won't <sighs> you'll just freeze up um 
Or you'll shoot an innocent person that like yeah wasn't involved in anything. <laughs> Your I kid. heard some cra- I heard some crazy <laughs> shit that like even trained officers only have like a nineteen percent hit rate in in like shootouts. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. You're insane. It's really you think low. That you're gonna yeah. do that. Like when another person's shooting back at you. If it's like an unarmed black person, that's like ninety eight percent. You know, but somehow they're just like, <laughs> oh shit! Now I now I know how to do this. I know I'm not actually scared, so I can just. But when it's a white school shooter that has killed 25 (laughs) children. Oh, geez. I can't. I can't do it. What if he's what if he's a good programmer? (laughs) I don't know. He was so smart. He was good at math. Oh, I can't do math. Oh, God. Uh, I love that. Reality is more horrific than any movie we could imagine. (laughs) And we we will not survive. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Home intrusion fantasies are dumb. People that like want that. No, yeah. Like I. I think I. I think I would die. I don't think I have a lot of chance of surviving. Yeah. Yeah. No. I get it. I get it. But you know, yeah. still good to be a black belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Just I gotta. Case. I gotta get into jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu was really fun. Remember when you're into it and you're like, jiu-jitsu is life. And then it's so fun. You get stopped. It's said, so Where's fun. Where's the black belt, guys? Where is it? It's coming, Susie. <laughs> it's coming. I was I'm not ready. Brewing it up. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> no, it was so fun, but it was so, like, I was just so stressed mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I could not handle it. Fair. Um, That's fair. But I do love to rumble, you know? Like, I love to wrestle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given being able to have that, like, context of, like... We just gotta maybe we just gotta somehow in the future do it with our friends because I think I'd be really yeah. motivated to wrestle my friends. Yes, dude, I want to fucking tumble with Eric and, <laughs> and, and Danny. Just take them out. Just take them both out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that sounds really fun. We could finally duke it out. We could see yeah, who's really finally. on top. Um, dude, did you ever do like sand wrestling with us? No, that was like one trip. You guys <laughs> sand wrestled, and you never stopped talking about it ever since. <laughs> It's so fun though. You like you like just uh 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 you draw a big circle in the sand and you try to like push each other out of it. It's like some caveman shit and yeah. it's so much fun. No, I yeah. can see that. It it is fun like when you're able to like safely just like push each other around. That's yeah, fun. It, it, there's something very um cathartic. It's like I've been wanting to just For so long push my <laughs> friends around a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So one day we'll get to do that. With each other one day we'll again. duke it out. We'll stream it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to think that you'll win, but I, I usually win at sand wrestling. All right. I'm small. I'm slippery. I heard I that. Get, I get in. That's what everyone was saying. They said she's so small. She's so slick. I got kind of a reputation around here. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I have... I would actually be like, I would 50% expect to be taken out by you and to be very ashamed about it. And be like, oh, God. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, um, can you think of any other scary topics? We Apparently, Washington has like the highest serial killer density. I don't know if that's real. Okay. It's because it's we got... I mean, we got the two big ones. We got Ted Bundy and the Green River Killer. Like, that's pretty yeah. massive, actually. What other state has a lot of serial killers? California. They're, but they're, yeah. so, they're so big and population dense that it's kind of, you know, it's like, well, of course they have the upper hand on that. They've I don't even know if that. they have the upper hand, but they definitely have a lot. I was reading about the, um, oh, what was he called? Did they call him, like, the Golden Gate Rapist or something like that? Where, wait, maybe this is different, but I was listening to a podcast about, like, the hillside people it was he wasn't caught for like decades okay and he would just like oh, break into random houses okay oh and, like, wait i remember people. that one yes that one scared yeah. me so bad my dad told me about it one time when i was yeah there. i was like your dad definitely told you about it yeah that one. that one was so scary because he was like not caught until like this year or like last year really he was, like recent. an old man yeah. yes oh, like, he god. fully got away with it oh my god okay That's wait some horror shit Thinking about things my dad told us. Okay, so a <laughs> while back, I had watched that new Netflix. I think I'd mentioned it briefly before. That Netflix movie, that was a documentary um, about a murder, but it was, like, made up of just, like, 
like clips and footage, like clips from social media and like body cam yes. footage. And, yes. Okay. So I was talking to my dad about that one. And then he was telling me, he's like, oh, do you remember the one about, fuck, I'm going to sound dumb because I don't remember the name. But it was about, it was kind of a similar situation where this man, um, like, his wife went missing. And um, he, he, like, made a statement on TV that was very similar to the one in the documentary where it was very stoic and, like, just didn't seem really authentic. It felt like it was not how a spouse would react to their spouse just being missing. Right. Like he was like, if you're out there, please come home. You know, it was like, just not like, um, and, uh, and then like his alibi was super fucking weird. Like he was like, well, I was on a fishing trip, um, yesterday. Uh, so I didn't, and then she was gone when I got back and then like, like this, this stuff was weird and didn't add up. But, um, the detail that I'm leaving out of course, is that I think this was in, another state like utah or something um oh and he had he had gone like camping recently with his like sons too i think wait 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 wait, wait, two sons yes okay is this josh powell yes powell that's what the last name was yes he went to my church like i met him oh my god i didn't know you met him i remember my dad was telling me that he moved to um to your like the area that you lived and he in was yeah. like mormon yeah yeah i didn't realize that he was mormon oh my god i should have known though that's something a yeah. mormon man would do absolutely um yeah so okay yes <laughs> and then like he fucking set his house on fire and like killed his kids Dude, and him that <laughs> was so sad actually like so he he moved to my neighborhood like we walked by his house and we would like oh my god because we were dumb kids so we'd like just sit around his house and like try to get on the news because there were always like news cameras oh, interesting. there which we never did unfortunately there's no like <laughs> archived proof of this that i know of um and he was like he was in my ward and so like i would see him at sacrament meeting with his boys and he was just oh really god. quiet and really kind of like strict with his kids oh um my god. <laughs> But what was really tragic about this was after my family moved to Minnesota, he he did. He, like, killed his children and then, like, blew up the house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was, like, a big, big news thing. And we were all, like, talking about it, not realizing that, like, my little sister was friends with <gasps> one of those kids. And she no. was just like, wait, Charlie died? <gasps> and we were just like, oh, no. Oh, my God. You're like, so... it was really horrible. Jesus! Yeah. Like... Oh my god! I thought like because I I was like oh yeah because my dad even remembered he's like yeah I remember mm-hmm. being 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 would remember this would be told there, but yeah. I did not realize how close to the situation you were. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. No, it was cr- like I wasn't super personally close because I didn't talk no, to the guy. Yeah. His kids were a lot younger than me, but it was you know in my neighborhood. It was in my church. Like everyone was talking wow. about it. Wow. It's like very much in your community. Jesus. Yeah. And then, like, my sister was friends with That's one so of That's so sad. Yeah, it, it really brings, like, true crime, quote-unquote, home. Because it's like, yeah, that's, you know, these are real people. They're real people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, well, and, and I think what made it worse, too, is that, um, so, I think Josh Powell and his dad had, like, a weird relationship. Yeah. And, um... His so and his wife's parents were ki- like kind of knew about their like that it was a weird relationship and that they didn't really trust Josh or his dad, and mm-hmm. so that was like another aspect to it that was pretty tragic. Is it like I think that like even before she disappeared, they were like concerned for her, mm-hmm. um, and just like you know nothing could be done about it, and then and then mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's so um. It's it's a it's a bad time, but uh, that's a spooky story right there that you were a I know. part of. You caused it. I actually. know. I was in very involved. Um, yeah. There's actually a good podcast all about the Susan Powell case called Cold the Cold Podcast <laughs> I haven't listened to it because I kind of like I've been wanting to listen to it for a while, but I'm like I don't. I don't know. It's it is kind of close to home, and it fair, yeah. That's fair. I don't know if I need to relive it all, but my mom like raves about it. She says it's such a good podcast that covers the case. So it's very weird. Like the Josh's dad was like in love with Susan, like his wife. Yes, that was like yeah, part of it. And he had like child porn on his computer or something. That's just, right. That was a detail yeah. that my dad told me. This that he did that the dad did eventually get caught, but it was like for child porn. But yeah, he was, he, he yeah. lived in my neighborhood with Josh, and like oh, that's God. why the news cameras were there was because he got arrested for child porn. So then yeah. imagine us like seventh graders, like, whoa, let's go get on the news, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> let's go pull yeah. a prank. 
Oh, <laughs> truly man. horrible shit. Yeah, that's uh. But you know, Washington State, Brea, we Washington got it all. Washington State, we got it all. Yeah, I mean, he came from Utah, so it doesn't count. Well, no, but like they love to come here. Like I was, reading, <laughs> I was like listening to another one, another podcast, which is the Hillside Strangler that I was talking about, where like. Uh-huh. It was a duo, but one of them split up and ended up coming uh, up to Bellingham. And it was just like, oh, what are you guys Jesus. doing, you goofballs? You're just coming over Get here. Get out of here. Just Get hang out. out. Here. They always uh, go to college towns, too. That makes Bellingham. sense, though. Yeah. It's a good, easy place. Very open. Yeah. Ted Bundy haunted the U District. He probably still does. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. he does. So that was wild. Um, Wait. Actually, I did get a message from your sister that cracked me up. She oh, said, let me read it verbatim for you so I don't butcher any of her <laughs> words and get sued for libel or whatever the hell it's called. I don't remember. <laughs> um, she said, I'm listening to Welcome to the Bitchcast and you have a sister with two question marks. And I think that's so funny that your little sister did not realize that I have an older sister. Wait, that whole message cut out for me. I don't know if it recorded the cutting out. Oh! Can you repeat wow, it? Wow, yeah. embarrassing <laughs> for you. Okay, your sister <laughs> sent an, uh, a message to me that said, I'm listening to Welcome to the Bitchcast, and you have a sister with two actual, or two question marks. So She just didn't know about your sister? She just didn't know I have an older sister. That's wild. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about it. Yeah, it's, um, well, it's really funny to me because it's like, I guess she's she's aware of all my other siblings, but just yeah. never never made never had the contact or heard the mention of my sister <laughs> who's the oldest. So that's I just thought that was pretty silly. I, I like love that. that. She's so cute. Yeah, um, that's great. Shout out to my other sister and brother. They're twins. It was their birthday yesterday. Oh right, happy birthday, guys! Yeah. Happy birthday, official podcast birthday Woo. announcement. Woo! Woo. I don't know if they even listen, but, you know. Probably not. Someday they will. <laughs> They'll hear this. <laughs> Someday. Like, oh, I guess it's my birthday. Oh, oh I guess cool. Bean did care. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's what they'll say. It's going to be really awesome. <sighs> yeah. that, was all, that was all over the place, but it was fun. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's better than I expected, honestly. I thought... Okay. We brought up some interesting topics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask one last question before we wrap it up? Absolutely, you can. Um, yesterday, Sam asked me why women like true crime so much, and I don't... Ooh, that's a really interesting question, because yeah. that is, like, a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is because, as women, we're trained to be so afraid of so many mm-hmm. things, but mainly, like, men that want to hurt <laughs> yeah. us in some capacity. <laughs> and I think that, like, being told stories and, like, getting more information about like situations like that is like kind of it's it's almost comforting to like have be like mm-hmm. okay i've heard this scenario before yeah. now i have a little bit more information on like how to handle that situation um even though that's not necessarily true but i think a lot of it kind of is rooted in that um where it's like i think so yeah it, it takes away the the mystery of it to some capacity where it's like okay no now i know like like you know i'm not gonna trust a man like after you know after it's dark some man that's like mm-hmm. oh can you help me carry this box to my car i'm not gonna trust that man because Sorry, I've, I've heard enough stories about it and it's like it's super unfortunate that women have to be afraid of that stuff but it's also like mm-hmm. okay then i might as well get the most information about it as i can and also have it fed to me in a fun interesting way <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's definitely a big part of it there is like some morbid fascination that goes beyond that too, but uh. But do you think that's universal know. to women, or do you th- I think that that's just like a human thing? I think it is a human thing, though. It is like a pre- like predominantly women who are into true crime. Like, well, but that's what I'm saying. That like I think that like, it's predominantly why. women because of the factor that they're like we're always kind of threatened by that. But then I think that that the morbid curiosity factors into it. But I think that. There's probably just, like, more investment in it. Like, because a lot of yeah. it is, like, yeah. long books or long podcasts. And I think that mm-hmm. if you don't have that level of investment, you're probably not going to stick around <laughs> as much. I don't know. But there's, I'm sure there's a lot of different things that we're not even considering that go into it that also happen to overlap in the women's uh-huh. circle of the diagram. I mean, we're the predominant victims, so. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate. I feel like I got to know about it. Exactly. It's like, I don't want to be ganked. 
I don't want to get ganked. I don't want to get pwned. <laughs> Not when I get pwned. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes, mama. Yes, mama. We can wrap it up there. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. 